I'm Drea. I'm Meg. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting within the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Before we get into today's topic, let's check out what we're all working on this week, Tina. Um, I, I am making a very soft beanie. Um, my husband's friend's teenage daughter is dealing with a very aggressive cancer and is going through chemo, and uh, he asked me to make a hat for her. Um, and I honestly just, I just looked up a general cast on for worsted weight because <laughs> I'm not putting any texture or anything on. I want to make sure it's very comfortable and soft. Yeah. So it's just a plain stock knit beanie and, uh, I'll figure out the decreases later. I think I've done enough hats at this point that I think I can math it out. Uh, the yarn I'm using is Juniper Moon Cumulus in like a soft baby pink. Uh, because I was told that that was her favorite color. That's going to be nice, though. That's going to be real soft for her. Yeah. I think that was a good choice. Thank you. Meg? Um, I am working on a sweater that's called uh, Poema by Vera Sanon. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, I've been working on this for about a month. I just split for the sleeves today. So um, I, I haven't actually been working on it on the podcast because... The sleeves are a little bit tricky. They're my, it's my first, fingers crossed, uh, sweater that has lace pattern sleeves. So I haven't felt comfortable knitting it on, uh, on a recording night. Um, but I split for the sleeves and now it's, you know, tons and tons of stock in it. So I feel like that's something I can handle. I am making it out of a base that we're going to be releasing soon uh, for Critical Hit. It is a grown-up version of our bard so it is uh extra fine superwash merino and mulberry silk and i am doing it in the color oh in a dk way weight not in a fingering weight and i'm doing it in the colorway bag of holding so it's like a burgundy color i'm really excited because uh i really like bard um for more 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 things than just one but uh i <laughs> also just am excited for a dk version of that because i'm tend to do larger weights than the lighter ones. Yeah, we wanted to have a, a silk in a larger weight, and we're really excited to, to release that. But that'll probably be either the end of this month or beginning of – or not end of this month. This end of, month is over. Um, end of December, beginning of January, probably. Jess, what you got? I am working on the rose hip sweater by Anna Joanna. I'm at the hem, and then I get to – pick up some sleeves and I'm using Critical Hit Dyes Ranger in Namira and a um a custom fade. Drea. I am doing another Kean hat by Emily Green. It's a Hudson and West pattern. And I am using Groovy Hoos. She's a brick. House. No, really, that's the name of it. I swear. She's my tomato. <laughs> yeah, I'm using Brick House. It's a DK weight. It's like, I mean, it's it's a brick color. It's nice. I like it. I'm not making it for anything in particular. I just needed something to do. I did finish the minted hat by Andrea Mowry uh, recently, so I needed something new to do. 
And it came out very pretty. It did come out really nice. Um, I have some testing going on next week, and we're going to find out if I'm allergic to alpaca. No. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't think it is the alpaca. I don't think so either. I'm still not going to be wearing it. I'm going to have to look into if like alpaca allergies are contagious. Sorry. I'm looking at you guys. No, I'm I'm looking at Meg because I, I thought I was okay and then Meg informed me that I was allergic. It's been a, tra- a chain reaction here. <laughs> I, I probably was allergic the whole time and I just never realized it was an allergy. <laughs> probably. Yeah, my eyes itch and my nose is like itchy and I must inhale something. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll just keep knitting. <laughs> Whatever I've got, it's more severe than that. But yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so fingers crossed that it isn't like fiber arts related. Be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com, for more information as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns. This week we're going to talk about casting on. Not just, not like new projects. For fish. Bit. For fish. No. Oh. It's just casting. Oh, knitting. Right. That's what we talk about. Continue. Yeah. This is a fiber arts podcast, Tina. <laughs> Sorry. Fiber arts. My not... brain just okay, literally but I mean, went to fly fishing. I don't know why. You can knit and crochet with fishing line. I'm just throwing that out there. There you go. We are going to talk about the cast on. What types we use. When we use them. Which ones we don't like. Well... As, as I like my metal, I also like my twisted German cast down. So that's a long tail, right? It is. Uh, you do kind of an extra movement. Uh, it gives it a little bit more elasticity so that it's extra stretchy. Um, I, I just and le- I haven't had a situation where I don't need something stretchy yet. So that's fair. I've been sticking with that. So I typically use long tail for almost everything just the standard long tail because i find it to be stretchy enough i haven't done the german twist cast on yet. oh, oh it's very good for uh i was turned on to it by uh, a pullover sweater with a very tight collar so up to your neck and when you have a collar like that you need to be able to really open it up to get it on you know to get it over your head so um and since then i'm just like well why not why not have you found um any projects at all where you regret using that cast on Uh, probably flats so like washcloths blanket they don't need that and then it distorts the yarn a little bit um because then it if you're doing some, I don't know, if you're doing something that doesn't really anticipate the stretch, it just kind of like stretches out in ways you don't want it to be. In, so. Indefinitely in making things like lumpy. Yeah. 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 It just makes it look weird. Yeah. Um, but most of the things I do are accessories and mitts and hats and cowls. You, you kind of want a little bit of stretch there. So that's what I tend to do. What's your go-to cast on, Meg? Oh, long tail. 100%. I use it for pretty much everything. I'm not very adventurous in the cast-ons. But the other one that I really do like, and of course you can only use it in specific projects, is garter tab. I don't think I've ever done a garter tab. Really? 
I actually really enjoyed like because you you need to do those for if you're doing like a half moon project like a shawl. Um, garter I tab is, I have done a garter tab. Yeah, I know what you're talking. about. I, yeah, I really yeah, yeah. thought to myself, I was like, how has she made all these shawls and never made a garter? I think it's because I don't think that it registered in my head that that mm-hmm. was what I was doing. Yeah, and also it doesn't it. it I love garter tab because it comes out looking completely different from what it starts as it doesn't look like garter at all when you're done with it um you know when it's like cast on three knit six rows and then pick up the stitches and i remember the first time i did it i was like this is madness there is no way this is gonna work like what am i doing and i was making citron uh, which is a free pattern by nitty i made it for my grandmother and I'm sitting there like cursing the pattern up and down being like, there's no way, there's no way this is going to turn into, oh, there it is. Yeah. I did the there same thing when yeah. I did the, you're um, like, this is a joke. Simple lines. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a joke. There is no way that a, a square of garter is going to turn into the nape of a, a shawl. And then all of a sudden like, ta-da, there it is. Um, so I really do love that one just kind of for the like novelty factor of it. It's almost like a magic trick. Kind of, yeah. But again, you can only use that for very specific projects. But when it comes to like, a, you know, every normal everyday project, I'm, uh, I'm pretty married to the long tail cast on. I have a funny story about garter tab. Yeah. Really quick. First shawl I ever made. Made it for my grandmother. She still uses it to this day, and she uses it upside down because I decided I don't need a garter tab, and I completely went without it. Don't ask me how I figured it out, but what happened was is instead of this nice little flat shawl, it has a tent in the middle. (laughs) What did you do? Did you like cast Tina. on a stitch and just increase I, I honestly, each side or something? I I think I just literally like cast on and then just like started the pattern. Like I didn't do the garter tab. Oh. So instead of it being flat. How weird. It just went like this. Okay. So it's this. But my poor. You know, it worked though. Yeah. I mean, no. But yes. Yes. What I'm saying is that grandma loves it. You know, she does wear it all. But she definitely wears it upside down. And every time I see her wearing it, I'm like, you know what? Fair. That's very fair. It's okay. That's it's we'll just, an odd. We're just going we're gonna to let that one be. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. <laughs> I do like that one, though. It's fun. I, I think I like it for the same reason that yeah. you do, because it feels like a novelty. Yeah. You're like, there's no way this is going to work out. I do love that we had the same reaction of like, yeah. is this a joke? Who is pranking me with this garter tab crap? I feel like I had to ask you for help. I remember I you doing... asking and I kept telling you, no, it's going to work. Like, just trust yeah. the process. And you were so like confused yeah because you didn't actually like give me like any like there there was no additional instruction there are no additional instructions i know like there can't be <laughs> it's literally cast on three knit like six rows yeah. pick them all up and it does it sounds like it shouldn't work um but it does and, and, and it if you does. do it correctly and there really isn't that's the other beautiful thing is you really can't screw it up it's very hard to really screw up a good garter tab okay no you didn't screw it up you just didn't do it there's a difference that's just straight omission you really can't mess up a garter tab cast on so when i started knitting i did backwards loop for everything i did backwards loop exactly one time 
I did it for like four years. I did it for like 12 years. And then like everything that I cast on had this horribly uneven edge. That's and I'm the like, problem with the backwards and then I would, loop. And then I would see people and I'm like, how is their edges yeah. so neat? But you know what? Like the, honestly, if for casting on mid project, that's like one of your best ones. Oh, yeah. That's the only yeah. one you really can yeah, do. Like, like it's really that hard. Is, that is the one. There, I mean, there is, um, uh, other than backwards loop, I, I might be wrong with it. It's like, I think it's called a cable cast on. Yep. Yes. And you could do that mid project too. Yes, you can. Um, but I've it's only done a little it bit trickier. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to look at it because I, I usually use the long tail or the German long tail. I do mm-hmm. use that one. But I was like, I know there's another one that I've used multiple times and I couldn't remember what it was. And it is, it's the cable cast on. Yep. And I always have to look up how to do it because I always forget how to do mm-hmm. it. But it does make a very nice, neat edge. Yeah. It like yeah. it really does. And I I forget it's it's not stretchy though. No, like, it is you don't, not. You don't use that one for. But um, I have seen people recommend it for um, like armpits mm. for sweaters. Yeah, well, it gives you a neat. It, it does give you a neater edge. Yeah. So and there's less of a hole to fix. Yeah. Um, but it, at the same token, it is not stretchy. Yeah. So it if you don't, so if you, it doesn't give have any give if you have any kind of. Uh, issue with your better arm. not have a tight armhole. I was yeah. gonna say I yeah. need stretchy armholes. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but those are really good for if you're making someone that needs structure. Like if you're making like a you know I don't know a dishcloth. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things that are like more stiff. Um, a bag. A bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it has a flat edge. Yeah. Honestly, if you're doing a shawl or something and you want a clean edge, it looks nice on those because you don't really mm-hmm. it does need a stretch for that. I I think one of my my favorite cast-ons that I have learned how to do, but I don't use enough, is Judy's Magic Cast-On. Have you guys done that? Yes. It's it's like so perfect. I just want to know where all these ladies came from and why they couldn't give it a name rather than name it after themselves. Because <laughs> there's cast-offs too that have like there's Jenny's, yep. you know, and they're all like random lady names. I, li- I like Jenny's cast-off yeah. flat flat out. If I ever, which I won't, but if I ever make a cast on. It's going to be Meg's. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, I will keep my name. Yes. 100%. I mean, why not? It's fair. You're doing all the work. You know what, Judy? Shout out to Judy. Good job, Judy. Good job. (laughs) But, But it is such a good cast on. Like, you don't see the cast on. And it's just seamless. It is. I've never done it. It's like it's pictures. like the knitting has just begun. Yeah, no, I no, no breaks. Just it's amazing. I feel the same way about tubular cast on. I don't know if you've ever done tubular, but it yes, does. it does. It makes it, this cute like rolled edge. Yeah, and it also is like where the hell did this just cast on? It doesn't. Ha- it's gone. Like there's no. It's just a yes. continuous kind of yeah. roll. Uh, which is I've really pretty it. on garments. I have seen it, mm-hmm. but I have not done a tubular myself. It is a pain in the butt, though. Yeah, <laughs> I have looked it up, and I and at the time when I was considering using a tubular cast on, I decided not to. Yeah, there's one one tutorial, only one that does that tutorial well. And it, I, I don't know if it's because she uses a nice solid background against yellow yarn, so it's very easy to see what she's doing. Um, but I also feel 
that she explains it in a way that makes a lot of sense. It's from YouTube user 10 rows a day. And um, you'll know it if you see a teal background with yellow yarn, (laughs) because it's really, really distinct. Um, Not only does she do a really good explanation in the beginning, it's not like a a beginning episode where she's like, oh my God, I'm this and we're going to learn this. Like she actually does right into it, a technical explanation of what it's for. tutorial videos that that just get right to the point. Yeah. You mean you don't want to stare at a pair of hands like moving around for like five minutes before they finally get to picking no. up the yarn and yeah. doing it. Yeah, the video be crazy. The video oh. starts on her oh, wow. and she's explaining why you would use it and the purpose of it, like what it, why it's a better use for certain projects. And then the tutorial she does, not only does she do it, but she does, she repeats it. So like she'll do a step, she'll repeat it like four or five times and then she moves on. So it's not like one of those things where you have to keep rewinding to see what she did. Um, so I just really enjoy uh, that. I used the uh, tubular cast on for my Oldenburg sweater, um, and it came out really well. So that's the teal one oh. on the collar. I did it. I gave up on the bottom. <laughs> Put on the cow. Actually, no, I didn't get. I did. I cast off tubular as well, but it came out. I missed so many stitches. I messed up so bad. And there's a bunch of like knots of me just holding yarn together. I, I respect that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, tubular is definitely more complicated, but has um, definitely has its place if you want a certain type of look for your cast on. I like my crochet cast-ons. It's either a chain or magic circle. I prefer the magic circle if I'm working in the round instead of doing a chain and then joining it. I prefer the magic circle. What's but the, What is the benefit to the magic circle? For me, it is easy because the way you do it, you can pull it tight so there's no hole in the middle. So it works great for my little stuffed creatures. If I'm doing something that needs like, like you want that like hole in the middle, sometimes doing the chain cast on and then joining it is better because you can kind of force that to be there. But if you don't want that, if you do the magic circle and you pull it, it like closes up completely and it's fun. It's like magic. Every time I do a chain, I, I, it always comes out so loose. My tension is horrible. Oh, mine's horrible because they're like, okay, cast on 30 stitches and it should be like 24 inches. And I cast on 30 stitches and it's like the length of my finger. And I'm like, (laughs) I really need to loosen my tension here. I'm kind of like... Yeah, meanwhile, mine is 300 feet long and out the door. (laughs) (laughs) How often do you crochet? Well, I actually, I've been doing it more often with uh, my youngest daughter. Mm. Um she for some reason thinks I can teach her how to crochet. I have I keep telling her you need to ask Dragon Jess. I cannot help you. Um, I just wing it, man. Like no, well that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm going like it kind of looks like this. Yeah, this looks right. Like, it's all the, good. Um, the oh god, what pattern was that? It was the one that um, I, we sent you that we were doing. And it's the only crochet pattern that I I have ever done. Um, because I do yeah. not crochet. Oh, the granny square? It was a granny square. I think it was called Anne's Puff Square. Yes. Yeah. There is an amazing tutorial for that on YouTube. So no, there is. that and, and if I can follow it, 
she can follow it. Okay. Because right. I don't crochet at all. No. And it um, teaches you a lot of different stitches on the It really the does. It's it's like the what the half cro- half crochet, half crochet the, the, the single, the double, the triple. It definitely does the double, it does the puff. the puff stitch. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of different techniques in that one square, which is why I really liked it. Um but I thought the tutorial was actually really really good, really helpful. Tina, I know you do a lot of brioche. Yes, ma'am. Have you done the Italian cast on? Yikes. <laughs> so, fun. The tubular cast on? Mm-hmm. It is the Italian cast on. No. They are one and the same. No. Yes, they are. Are they? Mm-hmm. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yep. I could, I could be wrong, but I thought I read something that they were the same thing. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Long tail tubular, also known as Italian. I'm not incorrect. It's from the same lady. She taught me that. <laughs> they do that. Like, I know German cast on has another name. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I know this and this. And they're like, they're the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just like blew my mind. And well, I, do you know what I think it is? I watched a different video. And they called it an Italian <laughs> they, cast well, on. Well, they called it an Italian cast on, but it also looked different from how I remember seeing the tubular cast on. I wonder if it's just based on, like, because there's a couple different ways you could do tubular, so maybe that's why, it, but it's the same effect. So maybe that's why. Maybe the Italian is one of those few mm. ways, but it, it can, it's essentially tubular. And it makes that lack of edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you an, an invisible cast on edge. This is this is like when people say to me, "But have you tried Greek knitting?" And I'm like, "It is Portuguese. We are we are doing the same thing. <laughs> we are doing the same thing. It is called the same thing." I don't know why Portuguese ended up being the word, but like Greek knitting and port- same thing. Same exact. At least as far as Greek people don't take me out. I just at least as far as I know, when I have talked to other people who are doing Greek and they've shown it to me, it is the exact same style of throwing it on your neck and taking the tension from up top rather than on your down below. So mm-hmm. I could be wrong with if Greek people want to take me down, like feel free <laughs> take me down. <laughs> I also think it depends on who you're talking to for yeah. for how you're how, how you're calling it, but that literally just like blew my mind. Yes. <laughs> Because I'm not going to lie, like, before we started recording here, like, I, I was at home. I got home a little bit early because I had a, an appointment. Um, and I was looking at at the video for the Italian cast on by the Yarnist. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is like, and I was trying it out for myself. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is so easy. Like I said, tubular can be done a couple of slightly mm. different ways. And maybe that slightly different way worked for you. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But I'm just wondering, I, I am curious now because she, the person that I watched, called it, it is also known as Italian. So I'm wondering if she's doing it the way that you like. I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to look. We'll have to find um, out. Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, if it's not a cast on that you're using for your brioche, I would probably recommend it. Really? Yeah. That's not how I cast on for brioche. Why would you recommend it for brioche? Because you don't see that that edge, especially like if you're doing um, two color. You don't see that. Oh, I see. It it gives it a a no, none of the, well, sometimes you want the solid color edge. Mm. Um, 
But I could see, I see what you mean. If you want it to look like there is no solid color edge. Yeah. I could see. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Like, I think that that is something that I would consider using moving forward for um, two color brioche. But in my head, I'm going like, if you're setting it up, because there's a setup with brioche, right? Mm. You have to do uh, one or two. It's passing me right now. I haven't done brioche in a hot minute, but... You have to do a setup round or two. I can't remember if it's one or two. And then after you do that, then you're set up to go for... Actually, no. It's ca- I'm ca- I usually cast on. That's why I'm thinking it's two. Mm-hmm. I cast on. I do the setup row. And then I'm doing the actual brioche piece of it. Yeah. Um, but in my head, I'm going like with tubular. I don't know how that would work. Because you would do the cast on that's tubular. You'd still have to do the setup row, though. And that setup row is typically what is that solid border that you're seeing. Mm. I don't know. Now I want to mess with a swatch. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I just knew she was going to vomit. Did you ca- Did you test the brioche part or no? I only had one color, so I'd have oh, to okay. see how, it, how that would look with two colors. Yeah. But... I think I think it's something that I would be willing to try for my next brioche because I've I've got a brioche pattern that I want to do coming up. That's two colored, so I'd be interested to see how it would look with a different cast on. Yeah, now now I'm like because I have that high vis cowl pattern I made. I want to see if I try it on that because it does have the ed- I like the edge on that. It kind of makes it a nice little pretty picture, but. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to see that seamless too. You haven't said you haven't said anything about um, ca- cast-ons for specific projects. Like we've mentioned it briefly, but you could talk about like if you're doing a hat, it should always be something like this, or if you're doing a blanket, it should or whatever something like that. I know that for hats, I do prefer doing the long tail cast-on, and that's only because I know that with the long tail cast on you get the cast on and your first row mm-hmm. so it makes it a lot easier to see whether or not your stitches are twisted that's literally the that's worst fair. part about knitting anything in the round i know <laughs> anything especially something that has a ton of stitches you get like halfway through and you're like i'm knitting a mobius strip neat <laughs> This Let me just nothing. yank that all out and start over again. And cry. Question my decisions. Because I totally still want to knit this project now that I did that. You're sitting there thinking, can I like attach it and just keep going? So <laughs> there is a way that you can. It involves steaking. Mm, you can steak it and oh, untwist it. Why go that far? Just undo it, man. I'm just saying. Man. Unless you went the whole way not realizing it. I don't see a reason to steak it. I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. But yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There have been a fair number of hats that I have cast on that were definitely twisted. And then I get to the end of the row on like the second row or something. And I just like untwist it. Yeah. I've but done the, that. But then there's like that. That little that, that little dip. swoop that there's the that dip. dip yeah yeah there's that divot it's a feature yeah it's a feature you, but <laughs> if you're at that point you can pull it down you know that right like you could pull down to the cast on at that one point and redo it I will not do that okay I'm just saying <laughs> if it's round two it's we're called dying a divot cast on and <laughs> divot cast- it's called Drea's divot cast on okay. <laughs> We're, we're using names here. Yeah. Drea, they claimed it. Congratulations. 
It's a design feature. It's a design feature. <laughs> you know, you could hide it with a tag, a well-placed, a well-placed. I will that, not do that either. That is, <laughs> that is exactly where you put the tag. Like, Side note to anyone. <laughs> if you are making items and someone put, has put a tag on something, most likely that is where there's the mistake. <laughs> Source, someone who has done that. <laughs> Me, an intellectual. <laughs> you could call it laziness, or you could call it ingenuity. <laughs> I'm going to go with the second one. <laughs> I don't know, I just like the prep. I, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Never know thyself. I do I know myself. <laughs> okay. There is one more that we haven't talked about, unless this is cable. It might be cable. It's looking like cable. The crochet cast on for knitting. That is cable, correct? Didn't you talk about it? No. Um, no, you, you just talk- talked about cast on. The provisional cast on. Oh, the that's provisional. also different. No, provisional's different. Provisional no, different. I'm, I can use might... a crochet hook for provisional. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I feel different. I want to say the crochet cast on has a similar look to cable, but it's a different method. Yeah, than I'm cable. looking. That's kind of the photos that it looks like. It's it looks like it, like it cable. looks very similar, but they the way they do it is different. Well, if you also know how to, if you're uh, ambidextrous with your crafts, then you could probably use the crochet cast on as well. Or if you're crochet getting into knitting, it's probably going to come very naturally to you to do that one. I haven't, I haven't done it, but I've I had a pattern that called for it. I did cable instead. Like I said, I want to say because it does look similar, but I do I do think it's like it's the manner of how they get it done is different, but it gives you a very similar look. I straight up looked at it and I was like, I I can just do that with cable. I'm just going to do that. But I think that's a really important thing to note is that a lot of times. You don't need to live and die by the exact cast on in the pattern. And maybe that sounds like blasphemy, but um, I think you could look up like, too, if you're looking, if something looks like, oh, God, I don't want to do that. You right. could be like, hey, what is similar to this? And you'll probably get right. Well, I think the only thing you really need to be mindful of is is what the Stretchies. end product is going to be like. Yeah. Do you need it to be stretchy? Do you need it to be stiff? Like, what is the the ex- intended goal? And if there really is no real, like, it doesn't really matter, then you can throw whatever cast on you want. I know there's lots of jokes about, like, oh, you know, we're not doing our grandmother's knitting anymore. But, guys, most of our grandmothers did one cast on. Yeah. For all the projects that they did. Backwards loop, man. <laughs> Backwards loop or maybe long tail. But that that's the thing. They didn't do a lot of fancy cast ons. And it's great that we have them. But... They definitely got the job done. Right. Exactly. That's And that's the thing. It's like if you're somebody that doesn't want to do a whole bunch of different fancy cast-ons, that's fine. You know, just make sure that the intended, um, the, the, Either look the fabric or... or the appearance is going to be what you're yeah. actually looking for. I, li- I like patterns that say this is the cast on I use, but just you can also use any stretchy or you can yeah. use any stiff or whatever. Like it tells you like whatever you're comfortable with, just yeah. it needs to have this kind of effect. Right. Um, because then you know what they're trying to go for. Right. And a lot of times, especially if you're really excited to do a project, um, <laughs> I don't know. Figuring out a new cast on kind of harshes your vibe and you're not as excited about the project when you've spent, you know, half an hour 
trying to fiddle with a new cast on. So, which is why I think that I always stick with old, the old reliable, reliable into reliable. the long tail cast yeah. on. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I 90 percent of the time I don't even look at what the cast on is. I just throw in long tail and call it good. Like, you know, are the stitches on the needle? Good. Yeah. Fantastic. That's all I care about. Yeah, I'm awful because it's not long tail. I'm like, what's that stretchy one I used again? Like, I know I've done it 8,000 times, but how do I do that again? Yeah. <laughs> Provisional is also something that's important, though. I think that's a that is a cast on. I don't think you can swap out. No, no. like if you're gonna graft something, yeah, yeah, it's gonna make it really hard. Yeah, See, I had to do a provisional for that um, adventures sweater. Yeah, that I did, and let me tell you, I was so scared to pull that live out. Yeah. stitches on that needle. Yeah, I was so scared when I when I, I was, was doing. Not that. gonna lie, I do not like it because I am. I'm like. What if I lose one? Yeah. <laughs> well, especially like because you pick you, it up again. Well, especially because you you put in like so much effort in in putting. I mean, at least for my sweater, I had to do a decent amount. Yeah, before, before you pull out, we the... pull out the the provisional cast on, and it was not a fun time. It's for intim- me. It's intimidating. It was. It's really intimidating to do that. I get so scared every time I have to do it. That is my least favorite cast on. But for the design that you were dealing with, I... Necessary. Yeah, I don't know of another way that you would do that. No. Um, I have seen people do like a regular cast on and they're like, I'm going to pick this up and it it does not look the same. Number one. But the other thing too is it's way more work for yourself. Trying to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way, way more work. To, to it, have... it does not look the same though. No, it does no. not. 100%. No. Not not even close. Even if you pick not it up close. and you're really good at picking up stitches, it doesn't. You kind of get a seam or something. Yeah, like it, it does. It looks very seamy. Right. I will definitely take the adrenaline crash when I'm done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is high stakes for me. I do not like. <laughs> I'll do it. Not gonna like it. I will not enjoy it. <laughs> That's all the time we have for this week's topic. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, check out our website at pardonmystash.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more laughs, love, and llamas at Pardon My Stash.